Welcome to episode 71 of the Exploring Antinatalism podcast, a podcast showcasing the wide range of perspectives and ideas throughout antinatalism as it exists today, through interviews with antinatalist thinkers and creators of all kinds. Now running four years strong. I'm your host, Amanda Sukunik, and today I'll be speaking with Lord Suicide, also known as Raphael, who is the mind behind the German industrial harsh agrotech musical project with his upcoming album, The Antinatalist, Chains of Agony. Welcome to the Exploring Antinatalism podcast, Raphael. Thanks for having me here. <laughs> yeah, pleasure's all mine, absolutely. So I only recently became familiar with Chains of Agony. I only just became mm-hmm. aware of you because of your upcoming album, which is called The Antinatalist. Um, and I really like what I've been hearing so far, and I thought it'd be great to bring you on and have a chat and, and learn more. Um, from the little bit of conversation we've had so far, uh, I've learned that, you know, in some ways you're somebody who's very much like sort of at the beginning of your antinatalism, unless I'm, you know, mistaken. We'll, we'll get into that in a bit, um, you know, which I find very exciting. It's always really exciting to talk to people who are kind of like just, you know, starting to discover it in some ways. Um, so looking forward to getting into all that. But first, let me ask you, who is um, Lord Suicide? Who is Raphael? And what is Chains of Agony? Uh, well, I'm a 32-year-old boy. A man, <laughs> however, whatever you want. Um, yeah, and Chance of Agony is my music project. It's, uh, like you said, an industrial acrotech uh, type of music. It's part of the uh, gothic electronic scene. And yeah, my songs are often about depression, suicide, and all of these uh, of the bad things. <laughs> I'd love to hear a little bit about, you know, your your history with music and you know, the history of Chains of Agony, if you wouldn't mind. I mean, how, how long have you been doing this project? How many albums have you released so far? Uh, I started this project in back in 2013. And uh, we, uh, at the beginning, we did, we tried to make uh, something like experimental electronic with Dutch hardcore elements, but that doesn't work uh, too good <laughs> and then uh my good friend and i we did it together we broke up uh, so we uh, went separated ways and i started in 2016 working on new tracks and it became then what you can hear now awesome okay so this is a project that's been going quite quite a long time now which is great yeah. um and and is it mostly just you now or is, is it pretty much only a it's, solo project everything or? is uh only me yeah excellent excellent Raphael, why are you an antinatalist oh that's a good question <laughs> um i would say it evolved uh, over the time so i mean 10 years ago i guess uh, i thought about getting a kid <laughs> and uh, the last years uh, showed me that it's maybe not a good uh, 
thing to get the kit <laughs> today. I mean, uh, there are so many things like uh, I suffered from depression. I look in this world, I became a vegan and all this uh, together, I guess, made me an internationalist. Yeah. So so it is something you've been thinking about for, for a little while now. It's like at least a couple of years. Yeah, I got these feelings way back when I never heard of the word internationalism. I mean, first time I discovered this word was uh, from Raphael Samuel <laughs> when he did the things uh, with his parents. I mean, uh, I guess the world, uh, everyone <laughs> here did, or most of the people. I'm in Facebook in a group. It's a child-free group. And I guess someone there posted a link about him. And I thought... Well, uh, it's really funny <laughs> and I can relate to that. So then I read about internationalism and then it became what it is. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, I mean, Raphael is a friend of mine and uh, the whole you know media circus that exploded because of what he was planning <laughs> on doing was just extraordinary. Like there wasn't, it was barely a country in the world that wasn't, you know, didn't have like you know, major news stories about it. It was it was really amazing. So that's that's really interesting that that's where you I mean, kind of discovered. I mean, from. it's pretty unique. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, one hundred percent. I mean, outside of, of Raphael Samuel, what what would you say your familiarity with antinatalism is? I mean, um, yeah, do you, have you read any anti books on antinatalism? Have you watched a lot of videos on the subject? No, not really. I mean, I guess maybe I know one internationalist person it's my boss but i i don't think he would say i am one but we think the same in most of the ways so yeah that's very cool well, hey how often is it that anybody has anything uh, in common with their boss so that's pretty lucky yeah. <laughs> i'd love to talk a little bit about the album the antinatalist the upcoming album um so i mean what what inspired this what inspired the antinatalist um i would say it's my it's inspired by my life so i think about uh, things uh, i can relate to i lived i mean there are songs about depression like i said suicide about toxic relationships um i mean i have a big problem with the church <laughs> so um yeah these things are all uh, topics of the new album and i guess the whole thing i would call is the internationalist i mean you hear this and you know my problems and these problems made me think like I think yeah <laughs> yeah it's like like all the pieces that kind of accumulate to make your antinatalism would you say would you say yeah, that yeah correct yeah 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 absolutely I mean um well I'm glad you brought up problems with that I also have some problems with the church um and I mean atheism is is a big part of my antinatalism and would, would you say there's a like a correlation there like between like you know realizing that there's no god and that like you know, maybe bringing new human beings here isn't exactly a great idea. Would you would you say there's a connection between those two things? I would say it, may, it makes it easier. I mean, uh, people who believe in God think they need to recreate themselves and uh, put new babies in this world. And I guess someone who's not into religion, it's easier to say, I don't want to make a kid. And yeah. Um, is there anything you can tell me about any of the, the individual tracks? Like I've heard a, a couple on, on Bandcamp. There's some that are, are free to play um, little clips on, on, on uh, Instagram, which I've, I've really enjoyed, but is there any, mm -hmm. um, I mean, is there any particular songs that will become, you know, singles from the album that you'd like to talk about? Uh, I released uh, 
one song at the moment it's uh, step by step it's uh okay this song is uh, not about my life it's uh about a horror movie halloween by john carpenter <laughs> um and uh next friday i will release a new song it's with me i mean you probably heard it it's uh on Bandcamp right now and i don't think that i will release uh more songs i mean in uh, I don't know, 12 days, huh? It's released, so <laughs> pretty soon. Excellent, excellent. Well, I also want to say that from, from some of your previous albums, you've also released some you know, really, really great music videos. I like the music videos a lot. Um, so, yeah, absolutely. So can we expect some music videos to come out of uh, some of the songs from the Anthony list as well? I um, yeah, I did uh, one music video and will release it next week, but it's not a huge uh, music video. I shot it everything here, <laughs> but I'm uh, thinking about to make one big uh, music video in the future. But uh, I'm thinking about what I want to see, so I can't tell you something more. <laughs> oh, that's okay. That's okay. Secrets are secrets, uh, especially creative secrets. So that that's um, great, though. There is nothing, so no secrets. Um, you know, again, in our in our the correspondence that you and I have had so far, you spoke, um, uh, you know, about how you know the, the new album, The Antinatalist, deals heavily with the subject of your depression. I've also suffered from severe depression, you know, most of my life, mm -hmm. so I, I completely relate to that. Do you, um, you know, there's a lot of debate in antinatalism about the role that depression plays in people that become antinatalists like mm -hmm. do you have any like thoughts on that i mean what what way would you you know do you think that people need to experience depression or to be antinatalists or is that just sort of uh that's sort of just a, st a stereotype that we kind of fall into sometimes i don't think uh, you need to experience depression but um yeah I, yeah i mean it's I I personally I was bullied since kindergarten and school. I mean almost every year I was <laughs> the victim and I really uh, first realized that kids are really cruel and I like yeah I suffered from depression uh, back then and yeah I mean when I think back and there is me and I would be really happy. I don't think why I should have a problem with life in this world. So I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for sharing your story. I mean, I'm sorry you went through all that. You know, I, I think that there's a major connection between the subjects of antinatalism and the right to die uh, per se. Like, yeah, you know, if, of course. If, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just wondering if, you know, what your thoughts are on that a bit. I think uh, it's okay if you want to die. I mean, no one asked me if I want to live. So I I never, yeah, I would never say it's wrong to kill yourself. But you should be old enough. I mean, when you are 14 years old, you break up with your first relationship. It's not a reason to kill yourself. But I mean, if you're 30 or 40 years old and you, uh, I mean, you never had something in your life and you know you will live 30, 40 years and probably nothing will change. I mean, why should you suffer the next years? It makes no sense. Right, right. I mean, do you consider, you know, your writing about that subject and antinatalism, um, I mean, do you consider that a kind of activism 
towards the right to die? Do you consider yourself an activist at all dealing with these subjects or, you know? No, I don't do uh, any activism, but I thought uh, about to make in the future some songs maybe about this. I mean, uh, I used the word the internationalist for this album because I thought uh, this word is not much in common. I mean, not many people know about it. So I thought maybe when I uh, call this album like this, many people think, okay, what is an internationalist? And they will read about it. And yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, and, and, and incidentally, I mean, you know, Germany is a really interesting place for it for antinatalism because it's it seems like germany is where antinatalism at the minute has had the most pushback um you know there's there's a there's a very famous uh antinatalist historian named karima kerma and there's an uh, uh an author uh by the name of uh verena brunschweiger who's written several books about antinatalism and both of them have in different ways have had a lot of pushback in the media um, you know, quite uh, quite actively against their antinatalism. And there's really nowhere else in the world yet that's quite experienced that level of pushback against the subject. So um, so it's always like really int- like fascinating for me personally, you know, far away looking at it, you know, uh, from an, out- an outsider looking uh, looking at it, um, you know, to see new new antinatalist makers of any kind, you know, at being active, uh, within the German mm-hmm. context. So, um, so I'm really, you know, I, I definitely am really, uh, excited to see sort of what reactions you get. Um, do you typically play your music live, um, as well as release albums? Is that something that you, you, you've done a lot of, or you plan to do with this album? I wish I could, <laughs> but, yeah. uh, I mean, after COVID, I mean, I understand yeah. that the most bands, uh, who are big in the business uh, they get at first a chance to play so i try my best i wrote many um, people who uh, have own festivals and ask them but i still wait for the answer <laughs> yeah yeah i you know i keep forgetting that that's still an active piece in, of the world uh, sometimes and uh well i hope you get your chance to for sure um, but yeah, I, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll be keeping my fingers crossed for sure. Um, I was, I was delighted to learn that you're also a vegan. That's great. I've also been a vegan for almost seven years now. Um, how mm-hmm. long have you been a vegan? Uh, it's, uh, 15 months now. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. Uh, congratulations. That's really fresh. <laughs> yeah. Very fresh. What, what caused that change? What, what sparked that in you? I mean, two and a half years, uh, ago. I started to become a vegetarian and uh, then 15 months ago I I watched a video from a German YouTuber who's a vegan and he showed a cow who's crying and running uh, behind her little calf yeah and uh, I never thought about the process of uh, the milk industry and i always thought that every cow is giving milk uh, for fun <laughs> just for me and uh, yeah it took me 30 years to realize that this is really cruel <laughs> and then i said okay i'm stop using animal products and yeah good for you that's 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 fabulous congratulations on that i mean yeah i know it took me a long time to realize it too i was i was i was 
in my yeah my early 30s when I when I finally mm-hmm. finally made went vegan so I totally identify with that which I mean would you say that like the you know for you is the connecting piece to all of these ideas you know suffering I mean there's there's you know there's um for different antinatalists is sort of a, a different baseline concern and you know for me it's it's this existence of suffering I mean this, the existence of suffering propels me towards being an antinatalist being a vegan being for the right to die. Would you say that for you, that's sort of the underlying you know, mm-hmm. thing? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Sure. Good. Yeah. What, what do you see as the connection between antinatalism and veganism? I mean, I know that you listened a little bit to the interview with George Martin and thank you so much for, 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 yeah. for listening to that one. Were you familiar with George uh, before this? Uh, was... Not really, but uh, yeah. he seems uh, to be a really interesting guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's a, uh, George is fantastic. I highly, highly recommend his website, uh, Carnism Debunked. Uh, it's excellent. Uh, but I was, I was, you know, curious what kind of thoughts uh, listening to that interview, you know, brought up for you. Cause you seem to be, uh, you seem to have really been drawn to that one. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I never thought really about the connection between veganism and internationalism, but uh, there are some things that make sense. And I thought, well, yeah, he's right. <laughs> and I think um, the connection for me personally between veganism and internationalism is, I would say... Uh, uh, I forgot it. <laughs> uh, I mean, the people uh, create so much suffering. And uh, I mean, I don't want to make kids because I think this world is full of suffering. So uh, I want uh, to make it less suffering, if it makes sense. And the next uh, thing is for me to be vegan because... I don't want uh, that animals have to suffer too for me. Yeah, excellent, excellent. And and I mean, one of the best tools uh, that we have in this world, you know, protesting, you know, that suffering is mm-hmm. through is through art, is through music. Um, so, I mean, do you do you think that uh, perhaps you know your 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 veganism and thing and, and those kinds of themes will find their way into into your music eventually as well? Absolutely. I mean, the next songs definitely will uh, be about veganism and uh, about internationalism. I mean, it's yeah. Excellent, excellent. All right, great. Well, you know, we'll have to have you back on when uh, when 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 even more antinatalist <laughs> content comes out. That's great. Um, you know, I noticed that in a lot of your music. I mean, even outside of the songs about antinatalism, you do deal with um, you know themes of like the death of the human race a lot. You know, there's there's a real like extinctionist kind of edge to everything i i I would say unless i'm mistaken um Mm -hmm. not all antinatalists are extinctionists um do you consider yourself one do you find the 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 idea of you know human extinction or sentient extinction to be for lack of a better word at the minute my my brain is coming up with i mean do you find that to be an attractive part of the antinatalist theme uh yeah i mean i personally think I mean, I never think I could push the red button, but uh, uh, to think about how could this planet be without the human race? I mean, only nature and animals. That's a beautiful uh, idea, but I guess I will never see it. <laughs> you know, what is your writing process like? Like, you know, when when, you, when you're done with an album, do you immediately start on the next one? Um, you know, what are you what are you working on now? 
besides what you've a little bit of what you talked about already uh, at the moment i'm working on two remixes and, and then i will continue working on new songs i mean this is the last album for now i will release on cd and the next uh, songs are released i mean i uh, think about to release every month one song so after 12 months uh, there is a full-length album so nobody has to wait i have every month new content yeah i That's... guess the first song will come in april i hope so yeah, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. Very, very smart. All right. So the Antinatalist will be released January 13th. You can pre-order it now on Bandcamp, as I have. I'm looking forward to uh, receiving my copy. Um, Raphael, did you want to tell people a little bit about like the extras that they can get along with the album? I think there's well, there's like a button, there's some autographs, and what, what else does it come with? Um, yeah, this is a, a really limited edition when you buy the compact disc and it comes with a disc and a button, a sticker, a poster and two autograph cards. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. I can't wait to get that. And and there's three ordering options, right? There's like the really limited edition. There's like a more standardized package. And then there's also one for remixers, right? Yeah, there's the, the digital edition, the standard edition, what I said, and we have a deluxe edition it's uh comes with the album from 2020 as well and yeah the remix edition i made for all uh, the artists who remixed on the album so they can buy the free edition there sweet well i mean congratulations on the new album is there anything else that you Thank wanted you. to say about the antinatalist no i guess i said everything People okay. should give it a try and hopefully they like the new album. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they'll, they'll definitely be able to find all kinds of links below um, to, you know, uh, find out more about you and the new album. Yeah. Subscribe on YouTube too, because they're really cool music videos. This too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Great. Uh, well, Lord Suicide, thank you so much for being my guest today on the Exploring Antinatalism podcast. It's been a pleasure speaking with you and good luck, you know, to, with all your future projects. I'll definitely be listening. Thank you, too. Yeah. Please follow the links below to where you can pre-order the new Chains of Agony album, The Antinatalist, on Bandcamp, subscribe to him on YouTube, follow him on Facebook and Instagram, and check out the link tree for more. Thank you for listening to the Exploring Antinatalism podcast. Please follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Exploring Antinatalism can also be heard on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Buzzsprout, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Amazon.com, and so many other platforms. You can email me at exploringantinatalism at gmail.com, website designed by Visions Noirs. Please follow him at www.bionoir.com and follow him on Instagram. Logo art by Life Sucks. Please subscribe to him on YouTube and check out his shop on Etsy at www.etsy.com slash shop slash Life Sucks Publishing. Music by Mati Hairi. You can hear the whole song, Life is a Sexually Transmitted Disease with a Mortality Rate of 100% by following the link in the description. And make sure to also read his academic paper, which inspired the song, If You Must Give Them a Gift, Then Give Them the Gift of Non-Existence, in the Cambridge Quarterly of Healthcare Ethics on Cambridge.org. Links below. All the best, and bye for now. And don't forget about me, the star of Mechanized, a mini-series featuring Antinatalist philosopher, Marty Harry and Antinatalist activist, Amanda Suknik, as they challenge the open AI chatbot to answer their questions about antinatalism, only to receive the most interesting answers.
New episodes of Mechanized will be released on the 15th of every month until March 15th, and you can watch it here on the Exploring Antinatalism YouTube channel. See you there. Let there be still.